Do you think that you make a worthwhile partner? Yeah, that's such a the question. I feel like you're just protecting yourself. What is the reason why you will not introduce me to your friend? Oh. I completely <laughs> endorse you as a person, but... How much would you change to get a boyfriend or girlfriend? This is your daily catch-up. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, everybody, especially if you're single, listen up. Or if you're unhappy in your relationship, listen up. <laughs> We always look there. There's been a viral video on Douyin. Douyin? Oh, the, the Chinese China TikTok. TikTok. Yes. Mm. About a Chinese man who underwent like a transformation over two years with the help of the internet. Huh? And then he went from a relationship virgin to being married. Damn. So uh, this article... That's us though, no? Right. <laughs> <laughs> So no, but in two years though. Two years this though. article on MS News is actually written by my brother. Hello, Ethan. Shout out. Hey. Hey. He doesn't up, watch man? the show, but okay. Let's anyway. See. Then why we read his article? Is, nah, no, no, no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> fine. I read the mothership version. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Essentially, what happened was that he posted a picture of himself and then he asked the internet, oh. I can't find a girlfriend. What's my issue? Mm. Wow. Direct. Oh, and you would, so you would imagine the response that he has gotten. So he posted his bio. So he's 170 cm tall. He works a hard labor job for 3,000 yuan, which is 573 sing a month. A month. Mm. And then um, he's born in 1996. No house, no insurance, no dating experience, but he owns a second-hand car. Okay. Yeah. okay. So essentially he posted this and then most of the people like kind of ridiculed him lah, but there were people that genuinely started giving him advice and then so that happened so after that he started he get a oh. new haircut and then he changed his specs then he tried to lose weight oh. but then oh. no, this not, you ain't seen nothing yet okay I will put this all <laughs> on screen so then he realised that his skin got problems so we will give him skincare oh. tip then after he started dressing better Shit. the internet aunties like helped oh. him dress better then after that he started work out oh. and then now he is hang on let me scroll down this is before and after. Wow. Oh, so, he looks much better earlier though. But okay. <laughs> I think it's a suit. I think Wait, it's a suit. Yeah, no. Yeah, he said, actually, he after he changed this, then somebody requested that he wear back the same suit from two years ago mm. to take a comparison yeah. photo. Then after that, he posted it with the caption, actually, I think the suit maybe didn't fit me well yeah. either. We still see who he got married to. So it's not a celebrity, right? It's no, a, but she's a freelance hey. photographer. Wow. Oh, this guy. He look like a And Korean the only opa. guy he follows on Douyin, which people say is romantic. Right, right, right. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> okay you just cause you learned that just now okay. but then when this um went viral this whole transformation story went viral people were kind of asking but why is it that he had to change himself so much in order to get attached and is it just that what well, dating is just so superficial now what do y'all think how much would you change to get into a relationship 
it's a game of probability anyway. And if super superficiality is one of the initial barriers, right? Then you have to just game it, lah, right? The yeah. better you look, the more options you have, what? <laughs> no, it's, it's exactly right. It's exactly, there, thank, how thank many, you for watching. <laughs> there are how many like billion people in the world? And let alone like in China, there's millions of people who are also single. You have to be able to differentiate yourself. And the only way to do it in first impression, because people don't have the time to get to know you, is your looks, unfortunately. What do you think was something that you changed about yourself from when, whether it's a previous relationship or what, right? That you felt like helped you get into a new relationship? False confidence. <laughs> I want to say confidence, but I'm still not very confident, so it's still false confidence. Is it, how do you think that helped you get attached? I feel like when you act cool, right, and then you <laughs> mind f- yourself to believe that you to are believe cool. That you are cool, right? You are actually cool to some people, and not you won't, You're not gonna fool everybody. I know back <laughs> back when I was in secondary school, I had a friend who was like a like a hitch, you know. So at that time, right, I was wearing just the wrong things. Like my shirt don't fit properly. My my jeans mm. were always baggy. The shoes were off, and then he just basically said. Just buy this, this. And, you know what? It's like crazy stupid love. It's like when Ryan Gosling was telling Michael Scott, whatever his name is, like, you just need to get six items, stop shopping at the Gap, and then this is what you need. Mm. And like, basically, I just changed my clothing and I felt like I, I myself became more confident and more girls also were willing to like talk to me. You became more confident because you felt like you looked better. Yes. And back then, I had better like hair thickness also, so that helped. And like... <laughs> Basically, I just wore, like, back then, it wasn't, like, the oversized t-shirt. It was, like, you know, shoulder, like, your shoulder <laughs> must match the shoulder kind. Skinny jeans. Uh, oh, yeah, John is, John is, yeah. Why you look at him that, like that? Uh, <laughs> <embodying> <laughs> no, his arms them big today. Yeah. 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 Save some well, of the guys. women for the single guys. I really feel like just, like, very simple things that guys just need to do. Um, like, I've clearly let myself go, like, so I look like this now. But, yeah, like, yeah. uh... <laughs> Dressing better to your body's type and like doing up your hair a little bit and losing weight. It's like these three things, right? Seem simple enough, can do. But what if hit someone who has no hair? But it's by choice. Okay. There mm. was like the real talk episodes or the TSL last time, Jonathan all. Episode of TSL here, I like a bit like insecure a bit once. Uh, I think because you got eyebrows. Eyebrows are important. So now you think he degrades? My eyebrows f***ed up, man. No, oh. not at all. I feel like it's different. No hair? Oh. Like now it's like women want to date him because <laughs> I mean want to date him is a different topic altogether la, but like <laughs> might want to date him because he's like he's not going to protect them you know no matter what I'm so happy that on this episode <laughs> <laughs> no so people were kind of asking right like does self-improvement really help you get attached because some people say that even after they do certain things like they try to get fit or what right they still cannot get a girlfriend I feel like the superficial part is only not. it's not the largest component I think your ability to talk to people is the is the biggest thing yeah. Um, so I think if, when you're asking about the biggest change, right? I think one of the things that I decided to consciously uh, uh, switch up was making the effort to to initiate conversation. So the moment I started doing that, right, then suddenly like, what is this? Yeah. What's your go-to? Uh? Someone asked me about, uh, two weekends ago, how do you start conversations with strangers? You just find something that you're curious about and then you direct your attention there first. Because you have ammunition there. Mm. Prior to that, right, there's nothing. Uh, very hard to, to just talk out of, out of thin air. Uh. Yeah, but if you see they have like a pet, or you see they have like activity that they do. Or no, you know they, they just buy they something. Just eating. Hey, nice shirt. Where you buy it from? Yeah. Hey, oh yeah, I used to shop here. That time I buy the shirt in Korea. Nah, you go. like traveling. Oh, you go Korea before. No, I think, but you need to have like five questions. <laughs> you need to have five, like a, a list of three to five questions that sets you up to transition into other questions. If not, you just go out with nice shirt, right? 
then it ends there already. Yeah. Like but where you buy from, then it's a definitive answer. You know, clue. I feel the best way to think about <laughs> it is a sales funnel. Like it, there's really three phases to it, right? So there's the initial networking phase. And so when you are doing like business development, that's where the first impression matters. This is where your looks matter. Then once you finally get the date, this is where your personality matters, your ability to hold conversation. All that's phase two. And then phase three is when you seal the deal and get into a relationship. So my, my play, uh, my oh. play, and I've only had, like, I've only been with, like, one ex-girlfriend. Play, really, yeah. right? But, but two of two, 100% record. Yeah, no. Yeah. And the reason for that is because, right, when I asked the girl to be my girlfriend, except Pat, because Pat rejected me the first time, right? Oh, but, so not 100%. But okay. I thought, I thought, yeah, yeah that she already liked me already. Mm. Oh, oh, so yeah. you had the confidence then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if not, I don't dare to ask one. <laughs> I must be 92% sure, sure at least uh. that you already like me already. Then I will ask. But there are guys that just go out there and those guys will just come out and within one, two times of seeing that girl, he will declare his love for her. Mm-hmm. Love bombing. There's a good percentage of girls that then get scared off by that. Right. But then I also come to appreciate that over time, right? Looking at more friends that got friends. Okay, I've got more friends own friends than player friends, right? Oh, makes sense. Those were the people that also went for the same approach, just didn't get as lucky. Mm. They mm-hmm. infiltrate, you know, they, they hang out. They <laughs> infiltrate. Yeah, they infiltrate the, the, the life, uh, you know what I mean? And it takes a long time, it can last years. Right? Yeah. To the point you get friends zone. So like, which is the better approach? But I feel like when everything is so new and everybody's just getting to know each other in like one or two weeks, right? Like too early to do this starting thing already. That is how I will feel years ago when I was younger. Uh. And if you ask me for advice, my advice will also be, be a friend first, blah, 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 right? But now over the years, having observed the amount of people that have observed, right? I would, my recommendation is the second approach. Eh. Me as well. Set intentions clear right from the start. And if it's not it, right, then don't waste time. That's why my yeah. now fiance is, I go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I reach out first with a fire emoji. Oh, <laughs> oh you call, you call approach him. Ah. No, I know him, but I'm not close at all. I just like fire emoji. I just send. Like Wait, and then he was supposed to know. So, it's so easy to You don't even need to talk. No, like last time Alyssa will be like pe- passive, right? Like yeah. I don't approach, I just like wait for someone to talk to me. But then I like initiate a conversation first. Like With I say, hey, you, yeah, you dance very nice. Then talk, 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 talk. Then he asked me out. Then from there, then he be- his method is the, I like you. Mm. Yeah, like, okay, let me think about it. Same. Oh, no, no. No, I think about it first. But you emoji yeah, him, you, talk, you signal, you hit No, I, I wasn't like interested, but I think like, if I think something- You found him f***able. No, no, I just try to make it awkward. Like, sorry, sorry. No, like if I think something is tight, then I'll just say lah. But maybe last time I'll be a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Say. I agree, I agree. Later come off wrongly, you know. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I'm not scared. I just like whatever. Fire emoji. Okay, everybody. Stop right there. Important question. How do you know when you're ready to date someone? Let us know in the comments. Bye-bye. Back to the episode. So something <laughs> that was quite interesting that I was thinking about when I read this was also because... The main crux that stood out to me, okay, be it superficial or what, was that he was only earning $500 a month. And yeah. it's like, at, a, at his age, which mm. is like close to 30 already right at this point, it feels like he needs to be earning more in order to be in a relationship at all. Because how do you even date? Mm. But how do you so, know how much their cost of living is there? Because my mom from China. Any other question? No, just oh, checking. I yeah. don't know. Okay, okay, right. I don't know. So, but then throughout, he also like improved his income and all that. But what I realized was that his mentality to want to improve is what I think made him more attractive. So then I started thinking about how some of my female friends will say like, oh, like you shouldn't date work in progress, man. So essentially what it means is that it's a man that has like a lack of ambition of you like, this guy's like all talk. And mm. then women who want to invest their time and like 
support this guy and feel like, okay, like, I think I can invest my love and all that yeah, yeah. in him, right? And then eventually, he will reach the point where we are able to be in the same footing in the relationship. So there is that debate between like dating a man who is like self-fulfilled and like stands on his own two feet, right? Versus someone who is who's trying hard to get there, it seems. What, why I think this conversation is, is confusing is that work in, work in progress people, which is everybody, by the way, mm-hmm. um, is confused. It, like, people have different definitions of it. And yep. I think the, the proper, proper kind, right, which where I think I've used this term before, right, is actually people that have a streak of screwing up their own life and now want to change. And then they are at step two. Okay, so recently I was watching this video on YouTube, right, of this guy who was like being very vulnerable filming himself. And then he <laughs> was basically talking about how he has been trying to work on himself. People mm-hmm. keep telling yourself, right, if you cannot find the right person, maybe you need to focus on yourself first. Mm-hmm. So he tried to improve his career, improve his lifestyle, go and pick up new skills, go and meet people, go and do whatever nonsense, right? But every time he's accomplished these things, right, he doesn't feel like it's getting him closer to being ready for a partner. Yeah. When I heard it also, I honestly, I felt like I can relate to it a bit. Because I also feel like, eh, okay, I'm trying to work on this, I'm trying to work on that, all that nonsense, right? But then, it's constantly just pushing the priority of a relationship away. As much as it's not a priority for me now, it's still something that I want to accomplish, lah, I guess, somewhere down the road. Somewhere down the road is what to you? I feel like there are things that you want to accomplish in life, right? And then some of which, right, comes with an expiration date. Some doesn't. Mm-mm. For example, you can learn, if you don't intend to compete in MMA, you can learn MMA at 50. But you try and find love <laughs> at 50. <laughs> Huh? I think it's the other way around. Right? You cannot learn MMA at 50, but you still can find uh, somebody at 50. Right? I think it's a lot harder. Because all you want to do is learn and practice MMA. <laughs> you can sure. still learn and practice, not be very good at it. Ah. No, he wants to fight though. But I feel like... I feel like you've done the attributes, but you've never done the part where you make time and open your heart and go and try. <gasps> well, you can hurt him like that. He have, okay? Have, like, have. But he always falls flat. Because, right, half of me is like, I feel like I'm not ready to be in a relationship because I feel like I'm a work in progress at, at constantly or so. Yeah, that's why when this thing came out, so then I was like, and we were talking about this topic before and thinking whether it should be a topic on the episode. Right? I mm. thought it would be interesting because then we can try to explore this. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. Then, then you yeah. will expect yourself one day to look back and be like, I'm a full man now. What does that look like? I don't know. That's why I don't know whether I'm chasing something that doesn't exist. Don't have so this article is yeah, for you. Right. 15 questions to help you decide whether you're ready to date. <laughs> 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 no, so I think a lot of questions that psychologytoday.com. people... Yeah, oh, so wow. legit. Yeah. Because a question that people ask is how do I know whether I'm ready to date? Uh. Like, if, be whether you've gotten out of a past relationship, right? Or I don't know, now you finally feel that you want to date. Like, how do you know whether you're ready? Okay, the checklist. Okay, uh, ask yourself this important question. Have you recovered from your past losses? What, financial? Uh, financial Human. and relationshiply. Okay. Are you truly open to the possibilities you have? Are you willing to realistically <laughs> look at your marketability? 
Are you feeling good enough about yourself to go back on the block? And what are your available options? <laughs> By the way, you wear shirt more often, I think you increase your chance. Huh? Handsome. Why? Uh, what happened? Did I do something for you recently? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Did you come on like... Yeah, he keeps complimenting. No, but... Okay, 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 sure, sure. But based on even the first few, right? These kind of questions are ab- honestly to me a bit difficult to answer. If you try to answer these questions also, right? At the point where you were single or whatever, right? Like, I doubt you will be able to answer half of these in a way that... You know what I mean? Do you mm-hmm. think the expectation is higher because you are older that you need to be a little bit more accomplished than say you were dating your 20s? Yes. Like, so it's easier to get away of being a work in progress when you were younger than it yeah. is now. Yeah, of definitely, course, definitely. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think where, where I'm getting at is that I think this is a problem that we, like our generation is facing. Like we look at our parents, they got married, I don't know, at least my, my parents got married when they were in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. Both of them were work in progress for sure because like they haven't even like had a mm. career yet, right? And I think most of our parents would have felt that way. And a lot of people of that generation end up being successful. And was that like, lucky would it have affected their relationship in any way no I feel like it's because the older generation have a more fixed things mentality than a throwaway things mentality yeah and a little bit more pragmatic in that sense so I I think that they are more likely to make it work also so then are we is that a symptom of our culture and our generation today. And I also think that, because they talk a bit about available options, right? So the fact that now you are able to reach more people, mm. that makes you feel like, even if I drop this guy, right, I can find another guy. One. So last time it felt as though, oh my God, single man, single woman, like, must the grab before someone else. Because last time it's like, your parent introduced, then it's just like, okay, this is the only neighbor mm. you have. Or- like, I feel like last time when I set my single friends up, right, it's a matter of like, uh, then everybody know car, we take bus at the time. Uh, MRT system not so robust at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, where they live, what did they study? That kind of questions. Now right. it's what is his profession? How much does he make? But you see, I feel right. Like Which even, is crazy. Yeah, like don't have five figure. Like cannot like... No, but even then, so if we're man. talking about, I mean, back to that work in progress thing, I know the definition is all up in the air, right? But what you study is trying to get indication of that potential. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, studying with a doctor, even though you haven't graduated yet, right, that's right, a work right. in progress that yeah. I want to yeah. be part of. I think Alison defined it quite well though. As in, it is that concept that this man can be self-fulfilled and can function by himself and do eventually perhaps do well by himself, right? Without the need of someone else there to constantly support him. But then when they make it ready, then they, why would they want you? No, but at the same time, I also question myself, right? Like, because it is not that, for example, if someone struggles with their mental health and then because of that, they constantly have to stay at home if not they get very anxious or they just, it's difficult for them to go out of the house even to find a job or what, right? Then... Is it judgy of me or discriminatory of me to say, okay, I don't want to date you because of that? Yes, I think it's okay to kind of look at the potential that that person might have, but you have to love the person as they are today. And I think if you don't and you are just together hoping that they might turn into somebody and Mm. you're just waiting for the day to start loving them, Mm. then that is a waste of time and that's the most toxic way to get into a relationship. No, and the secondary one is I think they get together at the infatuation stage still, but then by the time they realise, they mistake it for like, oh, but I already love this person because I invest so much of my time into this person already. Some cause fallacy. Yes. But I've also never been able to, like, I don't like being single. Oh, like I couldn't. Let's unpack that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. The moment I was single, then then I I like after you reel up from the that breakup, right? Mm. Which took me a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then after that, it's like okay, can you go and find a girlfriend? It just felt like a like a can't, can't you don't like to be alone, girlfriend. is it? I don't like to be single. Like now, I like to be alone, but I don't like to be single. No. So at a point where you got out of your first relationship, how did you know you were ready to be in another one? I think I was too young to even ask myself, am I ready for the next one? Eh? It's more of right. like, uh, uh, my heart hurts. Then you know, the, the, the kind of vibe, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. like, you don't even think about it. 
Then like they, like last last time you don't question yourself so much on am I like emotionally available? Well, mm-hmm. you just like, is there a girl that like me that I like back? Then you just yeah. go. Ah, then you just go. Then fifteen years. And then fifteen years later. But how about for you? Mine mine was I start dating somebody. So I'm not emotionally ready. <laughs> <laughs> but are we are we still gonna date? Uh, okay lah. <laughs> Does that end up being a like a problem? Yes, yes. <laughs> a major one. Why? Because I can I can see where there are patterns and I can see where there are there are things that I've just never either never experienced or haven't gone through yet or haven't processed. So that I know that okay, if I get into a relationship then I have to fing deal with this shit, right? Then I end up dealing with these things within a relationship law. So for example, like not knowing how to communicate, mm-hmm. right? Not knowing how to be vulnerable, not knowing how to do a bunch of this kind of shit, right? It's stuff that I couldn't do before or I had s- just no practice doing. Mm-hmm. So then it's only with when I'm in a relationship with somebody, then that's where I practice. Eh. So how long can this person tahan if I'm making mistakes well before I can get it right? Right. Yeah. So why is it taking you so long to get it right? Why can't you practice with your friends? No, so, I, in progress so now it is better. Like th- those were the, because I've only been in a few relationships. Mm. So like those, like now I can see it a bit clearer already. But then again, it boils back down to the other aspects which we have been talking about the whole episode, right? Which is that there is this idea, am I ready or not? Or if I don't feel like I'm ready, then how do I get into a relationship? Another example would be like, not a lot of people can find their purpose in life. Something that they want to do, right? Mm-hmm. That some people are lucky they are able to, but for the majority of us, no. And some people might pursue that for the rest of their lives or somebody give up on it, mm-hmm. right? If you are one of those that give up or are still finding but haven't found, then to me, that is such a big thing, right? Because that could affect any relationship that you're currently in once you suddenly discover it. Or if you give up and you settle already, then who are you to the other person? You know? Have I rambled on for too long? No, no, no. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just thinking because yeah. it's so deep. No, no, I wanted to me. say, so then are you, would you say that you are ready? I don't think I'm ready, but I'm questioning whether I need to be ready in order to yeah. get into a relationship. Oh. No, but then is but that very unfair to the other party though? That you know that you are going to screw up certain things and that this person is like a test bed. But isn't every relationship a test period? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like because maybe that that person's version is I'm ready and I'm complete, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like a person that shits the bed every three minutes, one. Eh? And like I I think where I was going with that also about you being ready is that how much of you not actually pursuing it is the fear of the bad experience that you had because you went into a relationship not ready, and so then you're just scared of telling yourself, "Am I really ready? Am I really ready?" Because you don't want that to repeat itself. Yeah, because I keep getting to that point where it's like, "Am I ready to take this a bit seriously?" Right? Then after that, I like. <laughs> is it just is, I think that means wrong person already. Yeah, you just mm. don't like this person. So you yeah. think if it's the right person, then yeah. all that won't matter. I feel like yes. tattoo like that. I, really I keep saying I cannot commit. I cannot commit to a tattoo. I cannot. But I feel like if I find the right tattoo, I'll just ink it. Yeah, I think it's more like a relationship where you get one t- first, second, first, third, first. Then you go ah, now I know what a good. But by then my face go butterfly. No, but do you think that you make a worthwhile partner? Yeah, that's not a bastard question. Sorry, that's our psychology today question. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I have to answer like that. No, how about you tell you tell John? You tell John you need to what are the perks of dating John? No, because when I look at you, like you are tall. Like a lot of girls love tall men, right? You are kind of tan. And then you know how to fight, you can protect them. You earn, I think, quite a good amount based on my assumptions. And then you can cook. <laughs> and then you can sing song. Oh, very well. Exactly. And then mm. he loves cats. 
uh, women love people who have pet, right? So it sounds sing? like you're yeah. a great man. Okay, now you go. You, you tell John. <laughs> then, then, click that boy on TikTok. <laughs> Send me, I go post. No, now like, for the bad part. Then people report. Part, his partner must be so open, the same openness as him and he's extremely open. By open, you mean he's like... open the problem. I don't think open is the problem. No, wait, what no, kind of open? Some people got boundaries <laughs> about conversations no they can talk about. He has zero boundaries. He wants to push every boundary and... Cr- Erase all the boundaries. This is Alison's rant about their friendship. So it, are my requirements too extreme? Uh? Is no, my I don't know. What are your requirements? Extreme, but it's just not that bad. Eh? Just look f***ing hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, quite rare. <laughs> just okay. be very smart. Earn more than me. Can cook. Okay. Housewife. Don't want children. But earn more than you, but housewife. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking for- Wait, what kind You of are looking for influencer. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking for a widowed sugar mommy. And A, but age doesn't matter to him also, so it works. Yeah. A 50-year-old widow, billionaire widow. That wow. still looks hot. Okay, what is what is John's red flag? Uh, come, come, come. Let's go. Let's go. Ooh, do we have enough? Okay, we never invite y'all to participate. Uh. <laughs> you just listen only. You say first. <laughs> you ask first, you say. Ladies okay, okay. first. Yeah, we, we see what where benchmark which one you go. <laughs> Your red flag is you have poor social skills. I disagree. I think he has great social skills. It's just whether he want to or do. Yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. knows how to turn it on. Yeah, yeah he knows how to turn it yeah. on. His default social skill very low. Mm. You must really be invested. Because when you turn it on, really, ooh. But then again, when he, turn, <laughs> when he turn it on, it's in contrast to when he doesn't turn it on. So every little thing. So like, if for example, we go for lunch now, right? And Charlene holds the door for us. We thank Charlene, normal. Yeah. But oh, if John holds the door for us, we're like, the f*** is it my birthday? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Not saying you're an asshole. Just saying that you're you are never nice the first guy. one through the door. I completely <laughs> endorse you as a person. Mm. <laughs> as a person? <laughs> no, but how to turn on all the times, yeah? <laughs> Just be hot. <laughs> Alison sounds like she will know a lot of his red flags. Can you go? Yeah. No, but I think he changed some already. Yeah, yeah. He, for, for the better, lah. No, so what is left? So basically, what is the reason why you will not introduce me to your friend, lah, correct? Like, I don't know if you have sure. truly opened your heart yet. Because I feel like you you say you try, but then sometimes I don't know if you really try, you know? You always keep one foot outside the door. I just need to jump. No, <laughs> <laughs> Tie both feet together. <laughs> I feel like you're just protecting yourself. Like, you try to protect yourself first before you gonna. Yeah, and I think that's the thing with relationships. If you keep protecting yourself, you cannot progress. So I'm risk averse. Mm. No, yeah. you should just open then let one arrow stab you. Pussy. I see, I see. Yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> Do you know if you're hundred percent straight? Like legit. I know. I know. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Okay. It's you know. Okay. Yes. Did we say this on an episode already? Not yet. Like the test to prove that I'm so straight, right? I'm willing to go as far as to f- another man. Eh? And he thinks he'll enjoy it, and he's still not gay. It's the <laughs> enjoyment. <laughs> I will enjoy That's it. Like, oh, f- that's, That's the key part. <laughs> That's how far I'm willing to go. No, so I just saw. No, wait, so if I'm not willing to f- another man to prove I'm straight, gay. I'm gay. 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 <laughs> you can be bisexual since you have a wife already. <laughs> no, but I'm not willing to f- another man to prove that I'm straight. No, it's not about proof. So it's I'm about gay proving now. It's no. about proving to yourself. So here again, ah, uh, I'm willing to go as far as to f- another man or get f- right and enjoy it, ah, uh, and still come out the other end. 
<laughs> Straight. No question. But you've never tried it, so you don't actually know. Wait, wait, so you are willing. <laughs> but I don't have to, because I know. On a scale of willing to keen. Are you leaning towards keen? Who is keen? No, but Handsome, you talk about right? bottom. <laughs> you talk about bottom. Whatever lah, is anything yeah, like this kind of guy is bottom one. He one hundred percent bottom. Okay, so thank you very much for watching this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, comment down below what's John Paul's issue. See you in the next one. Bye bye. <laughs> Why you fly on nostril? Did I? Shit, uh, when I lie. Are you in? What a strong mic. Yes, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no. no. <laughs>